This episode is brought to you by The Hartford, a leading provider of employee benefits and income protection products that is dedicated to standing behind U.S. workers to help them pursue their goals and get through tough times. For more information about The Hartford, visit thehartford.com slash employee benefits. We've also got a link in our show notes. I'm Nora McNerney, and it's going to be okay. This show is a group project where our team and you, our listeners, share a little thing, an okay thing, something that makes us feel happy-ish, even when everything else feels kind of terrible. My name is Jane, and yes, you can use this if you want to. Okay, here's my it's going to be okay story. A few years ago, a very wise friend suggested to me I start a daily practice of writing down three victories I had that day and three more that I would like to have the next day. And it had to be three, no matter how tiny or insignificant. This was during year four of losing my husband of almost 38 years. He died suddenly and without warning in August of 2017 when I was 60 years old. He was and still is my very best friend, a beautiful dad to our two now-grown sons, and in every way was my person. I was completely unprepared for losing him, and though I was always able to function and soldier on, everyone always told me how strong I was and how great I looked. Worse, I could never find an answer to that that felt honest. Thank you. Four years later, I was still just so incredibly sad. Even though 60 years old would not be considered young by anyone's definition, it's pretty young to lose your spouse, and none of my friends, and not even most of my family, had lost a spouse. I felt so alone and did not find many people who could sit comfortably alongside of me in my sadness. Most just wanted me to be happy again, and that was a state of being I was sure I'd never experience again. Not only did I feel a sadness that seemed to have no end, I was pretty sure everyone else was over it already and thought I should be too. So I started this little practice of finding three things that I could think of as wins, tiny little victories. I made myself find three, and some days it was a challenge. The things that I had to count as a victory were sometimes laughably small. Would we call finding that missing sock under my bed almost unrecognizable in dust bunnies a victory? But I kept at it, and slowly, over the span of a few months, I began to see that those little winds had been there all along, but I wasn't seeing them, because I wasn't able to grant any life to the small little pleasures and beauties. And with a little more practice, I started being more intentional about creating and enjoying the little pieces of my day-to-day existence. I did a lot of other grief work and study, but this practice has stayed with me. I'm also a singer-songwriter, and I've written a fairly extensive collection of songs about losing my man and the solo afterlife with all the things. My older son is a wonderful musician and is a producer and writer of film scores. He's helping me record and produce an album of 14 of these songs, and we are well along in that process. It's going to be an amazing tribute to my husband and to our love which I know he would be incredibly thrilled with. This process has also been very healing for me. 
Well, here I am now six years out, and I've discovered that grief doesn't go away, not if the person you lost is someone you love to the depths of your soul. I will never wake up in the morning to that first stretch and not have that pang of, oh, you are not here in our bed. We'll never get used to making just one cup of morning coffee or coming into the quiet stillness of an empty home at the end of the day, the clatter of life from him. I will never stop missing him, and truth be told, don't want to. I've discovered that grief can live alongside of everything else in the life and can reside there quite comfortably. Learn to breathe all of it in, the discomfort, the fear, the loneliness. I've found that I'm very strong and that all of this sadness does not weaken me. I have a new capacity for enjoying life as well, and I'm finding pleasure in small things that I didn't always notice before. A smile from a stranger, a good hard laugh with a friend, nice glass of wine with a delicious meal, a quiet rainy evening with a good book. Apartment is on the second floor with a tree shading my large front windows, and a few mornings ago I was up early, sipping hot coffee on my couch. There was a commotion near the window as I watched a squirrel jump from the roof to the tree limb. He started chattering, forming a little chorus with the early bird song. I was enjoying all of this when a helicopter, I live in an urban neighborhood of Los Angeles, treated on the Disney-esque early morning serenity, and I had to laugh. That just how it always goes. Beautiful, right alongside of the hard stuff. What a perfect metaphor. It felt really, really good that I was able to laugh at that. It's Going to Be Okay is a production of Feelings & Co., We are an independent podcast, and Feelings & Co. is an independent podcast production company, so you being here is amazing. A great way to support our show is to share it. Share it with whoever you think would like it. Share it as much as you can. Rate and review it on Apple Podcasts. We're a small show. We're a small company, and we exist because of all of you. So thank you for being here. Our team is me, Megan Palmer, Claire McInerney, Amanda Romani, and Michelle Planton. You can share your okay thing with us by emailing us, igtbo at feelingsand.co. I will read your okay thing for you, or you can record a voice memo and attach it to that email. You can also always call and leave us a voicemail at 612-568-4441. You can find all of our shows and our store over at feelingsand.co. This episode of It's Going to Be Okay was brought to you by The Hartford. Have you ever signed up for employee benefits and then not actually use them because you didn't know how to use them? The Hartford is trying to change that. They're a leading group benefits provider that's tired of seeing the insurance industry use terms and descriptions that normal people like us don't understand. They're simplifying benefits language, making it clearer, making it more concise. That way, workers and families can find protection that actually fits their needs. Learn more at thehartford.com slash benefits. This episode of It's Going to Be Okay was brought to you by The Hartford. Employee benefits have always been hard to understand. 
They're even tough for employers to explain, which just makes it worse for people like you and me. The Hartford knows there's a better way. They're a leading group benefits provider that's using familiar language to get straight to the point when it comes to the benefits they offer. Because if your benefits sound confusing, who's going to know how to actually use them? Learn more at thehartford.com slash benefits.